Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking, or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. How to prioritize sounds like a topic that should ring some bells for our audience. I know it does for me Um, as a hunter type with our wiring. Definitely one of the things that um, one of the things that Michael has mentioned before on this podcast here on the drummer and the great mountain is that we all, including Michael, myself have certain topics which might be different for all of us that we fall down on and get back up and ones that we feel like we're struggling with all the time i'll share with you in my opening today prioritization is 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 one of my absolute downfalls in the sense that i feel like it's something that i'm constantly working on whereas other things i feel like have gotten to a place of maintenance they're there i'm i'm working on them but they're almost background noise in the way that, that I'm working on them. So with that in mind, on the topic of how to prioritize, bring in my good friend, the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Ferguson. How are you, my friend? Doing great. Doing, doing great. Why, uh, 
as always, uh, I'd love to give some perspective and some background, some insider information, if you will, in a good way. Why this topic? Tell, tell, tell the audience why, how this topic even came to you to discuss today. Yes. So big shout out to TJ in Jamaica. One of our listeners uh, sent over a few months ago a, a giant list of podcast topics uh, and just saying a big thank you because she's very insightful. And uh, this was one of the ones that came in that I've noticed that has um, been a perennial for many of my coaching clients. It's something that I've struggled with uh, that I continually have to um, – you know, discipline myself to do every day. Um, and for many of us, like it's, it's make or break with work or with family or, you know, if you're, if you're a mom and you're managing the household, like if you don't have, uh, any kind of list and you know how to prioritize that list, things don't happen. And there's definitely challenging ramifications. So, um, and I think the people that some often struggle with this are people that don't necessarily have to have it to survive and yet we could do so much better be far more productive when we have an ability to make a list prioritize that list and then execute the list as best we can um, and so we're going to talk about both how to do it and what are the pitfalls and some tricks that may be supportive to people listening so uh kind of the the cause and effect if you will let's start out your perspective in 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 um, in your coaching work, um, yeah. give give the audience a perspective of why this is such a difficult thing for for hunter types, those with our wiring. I, well, first off, I think most people have this challenge. I think mm -hmm. every like a lot of people, you know, hunter type or not, uh, we often don't learn this. It's not something we necessarily learn in school unless we had a very enlightened teacher that really sat us down and said, "Here's how you do it." Uh, so most most of us have to learn on the job, and uh, you know there's lots of good personal growth books on you know that cover this topic topic a bit. But I think for hunter types, um, the tendency is to to have all the details flood in. We've talked about this before. Everything kind of floods together, and it's really difficult to one differentiate what's important from what's not. Uh, or, you know, in terms of what's more important than this task. And also we tend to gravitate towards those more stimulating ones or we go into emergency mode and we have to like put out fires and we're constantly putting out fires and nothing of our goals list ever happens because we're just focusing all our energy on the, the plates that are falling off the sticks. You know, there's like, we're just, okay, I got to go fix that. I got to fix right. And so getting into this habit actually can transform your life very very simply put because once you have a system in place where you can write down you have your goals list you have your list and you can sit down every day and prioritize uh, and you've developed that skill which is a, it's like a muscle you can build it up over time then you can actually accomplish those things that you really want to accomplish it for on your goals list because you're no longer just dealing with the emergency situations. Why do I feel like I have a rebellion against this topic when I go to practice it? And, and that's the only way I know how to describe it. Uh, so, so maybe those in our audience can, can feel what I'm saying and, and put it into their own words. But why do I feel such a rebellion that I know this is something I need to do? And it's the one topic when I go to actually, like you said, it's an art, it's a muscle. When I go to lift this weight, I feel like a lot of rebellion against doing it, which is why it kind of doesn't happen because then I just say F it. Yeah. Well, what's the resistance? So this is this is because this that's very common. So what is what's the resistance? 
Where, where do you, where is it? Does it feel like you're just getting put into a box? Yes. That's, okay. you just nailed it. I didn't realize it, but yeah, that must be it. I mean, um, because, and you, like you said, so taking it out of the context for a second about just hunter types, you know, it's definitely something uh, I've heard other couples and in my marriage, it's definitely yeah. something that my wife points out that is a, um, uh, a challenge, a weakness that, that she, she in a good way is trying to help me and say, if you were to work on this, I can see that you would be happier. Um, so yeah. Is it fear of success, fear of failure? I, I don't know those, those, those kind of, you know, uh, those kinds of hyperboles, uh, in a way. Um, but I think the, the strongest feeling I'm getting is that, so I have to put myself there. Okay. I know I have to write, let's say prioritize in this category is I have to write down it's a Saturday, the three things that I need to do today, both household wise myself. Um, so I'm sitting down. Yeah. It just, you know what it is? The rebellion comes in. I don't really need to write this down. I got it covered. That's what it is. And that's what my wife's observed too, is that you say, well, I got it covered. It's cool. So I don't have to follow the formality. Maybe that's the box feeling that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you know what happens inevitably? It's 100 type. It's 5 o'clock and the wife says, what happened to – oh, yeah, I spent too much time on that. I did. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. I think that's, Perfect. that's probably that's, it. That's a great lead-in. Uh, I would add to that that I think some people have – uh, the feeling that that setting themselves up for failure in the sense that it's it, it's hard to like carry through as a hunter type it's hard to carry through a list and if you if that list if making the list is you reminding yourself of your inability to carry through on items that you've written down or if the act itself is overwhelming then that really makes sense that it would be something that's just less <clears throat> it has a negative association now I will say that um, I have found over time that it's actually very liberating for me to do this. It feels like it, it actually relieves stress and it helps me. So I've definitely built up over time the sense of, of it has a positive association for me. I know I'm like, oh, okay, ah, I can actually get clear and feel settled. And I think so. Unless- for you though, if I could ask just on that point, sure. So for because because people in the audience may be wondering this as I am. You got through the rebellion point. So you feel you feel what I'm saying on the rebellion part. You're saying yeah. that there's a push through. It sounds like there's a push through that you except you're going to feel like that. Somehow find a way to push through it, like picking up that, that heavier weight maybe in, in the physical yeah. world. And now you've the, 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 the positive things you've seen from experience pay off from doing it kind of override any rebellion or whatever angst you have against doing it. Yes. And it's never, you know, the thing that I want to, as we say in all these podcasts, it's not about doing it every single day and mastering it and like, and then you fall off one day and you're like, oh, now I'm not doing it. It, It's not, that's not what this is about. This is about having something that's actually really supporting you. No one's telling you you have to do it. You're doing it for yourself. And I think finding your way into it is always the trick for hunter types. We have to do it in a way where it doesn't, it feels like it's naturally coming from us. And so the, the how you do it is something that we'll discuss a bit. And again, everyone's different, but making it as simple as possible, making it as, uh, as, um, as enjoyable as possible and getting into a habit where you're attaching it to other habits you have going on during the day, especially in the beginning of the day, is a good place to start. So, okay, let's get into it. How do we, um, how do we get into this? What's, what's a good, good starting point? Well, I think, you know, we talked about this before we, we got on 
got on the mics. Uh, I think it comes back to first off, like recognizing what I just said. Life is messy. We've covered that over and over again, but it's really important that um, part of doing the prioritization work is is how you manage the chaos of day to day life. And I don't care who you are or what's going on. You could be living in in you know some part of the world where there's just nothing going on. There's still that if you're wired this way. There's that sense of, oh, okay, I got to get this done, I get this, the, the overwhelm of just managing day-to-day life. <clears throat> so having that as sort of the baseline of like this prioritizing is what you need to do to counteract that because that will be a constant flow for most of us is the, is the messiness of life, unforeseen circumstances. So the, the, the key is not necessarily doing it in a way that um, – that you feel like you're doing it perfectly it's that you're doing it in a way that it's it's sustainable you can keep doing it and it's enjoyable so i i mean i think we need to go into what are like how to the the question really is how to prioritize like what's higher priority than something else as you're sitting down and making a list every day okay let's get into it how do we get into it what's the first step so i mean my suggestion is you just break it down to one two or three so one being the highest priority, two being secondary, third is everything else. So that's a good place to start. And so whether we like it or not, the top – so let's start with number one. Uh, when you're looking at – so if you sit down in the morning and you go, okay, here's the things. that it, Maybe it's before you start your job or it's just when you're starting your day and you need to map out, like you said, a Saturday. It, the, the best thing to do is first just make a list. Just here's the things that I know are that I that need to happen and start with the ones that are immediate. Like, you know, like by the end of today, this is actually a really important thing to get done. Write those down. And then if you're going to go by one, two or three, one being the top priority. Unfortunately, there is the necessity for identifying those things that will have an impact on you. and those around you that that will have some emotional, physical component to it. So basically the top priority should usually be either physical health, um, survival, which connects to finances and things like that, and emotional well-being. Uh, things that you know, like this this needs to happen or else <clears throat> there will be consequences and those consequences will be almost immediate. So um, I would put those as number one. So things in that category is, is what you're saying. You write down or whatever method you have of prioritizing. Now, so one of the clarifications I, I guess I would need yes. to make is you're, you're saying whether this is a daily prioritization or an overall weekly one, this is how to approach it. it, it and cause I, and I, cause I imagine it would apply. You're getting up on a Saturday morning. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I know this, you know, I, yeah. this is something I need to work on. Yeah. I imagine then, okay, you're getting up and saying, okay, how am I going to approach um, the, the physical health? So in some capacity, what's my workout today? Yeah. Um, and and do we need to hit all those items of physical health, survival and emotional well-being? Or are you saying one of those is a good approach in that top category? I would say, well, the first off is you write a list f- free flow. Got it. So you just make a list. You don't have to order. Th- so that's a good point. Because a lot of people think, okay, now i got to put them into categories. And don't do that. Okay. Don't do that because that's what creates a lot of like, oh, okay, wait, I got it. This, this. Okay. Don't try to go in order. Just, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Just make a list. 
just go down the list and then you'll you'll free associate and other things will come up and and it may take you like 20 minutes and over time you'll get quicker and quicker and quicker at it because you'll start to go oh, okay if i'm doing it regular you get into the groove of it but just make a list just go because you know what your list is like what, what are the things that you know you need to do today that are really important on your list give me one of give me an example gotta hit the gym there you go. So that's it. And so that would be number one on would be marked as a number one Got because it. that is going to affect your physical health. It's going to have ramifications on everything else. That's a big deal. Uh, other things could be, you know, if there's like uh, if you work for yourself and you have to invoice someone and, mm -hmm. you know, you need to have that money in. That's a number one. You know, these are the things that when you make the list, you write it down and then you to the to the left of each of those, whether it's on your computer or, or whatever you're doing it on, mark it a one, two or three, one being the highest two. So the, so the top ones, again, would, would be physical health, anything that has to do with survival, which includes finances, immediate, not like long term, but immediate. Like these are things that I actually need to focus on right now this day. And emotional well-being, which connects to family, relationships, all those things that you know, like there's things that you committed to do or, you know, something that you know that's on the list for you to do today. So those are number ones. Uh, any any questions on that one? No, so that, now, sure. now it's starting to come clear. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Secondary. Okay. So I would say number two, and again, some coaches would, would argue with me on this, but this is just worth working with people uh, – on an ongoing basis coaching work secondary number twos would be anything that has to do with your goals so if you don't make your goals at least number two um, then you never accomplish them so if you've if you've done the work in the book if you have the book and you've gone through your goals list and you've created a decent goals list for yourself and then you've extracted action items for each of those goals then these are your secondary items and you may then want to as you're doing your list See if you if you've done some goals work, go through those lists and say, okay, what is it that I want to do today? What goal do I want to focus on? What are some what's a specific action I can take for that goal? And hopefully you've done that. You might be working with a coach and have that that list. But these would be things that would be number two. So if they're not on your list as you went through your free flow, start to think about what goals do I have that I'd like to put. So for example, if you're wanting to uh, become a better guitarist or learn guitar that's one of your goals then today like put down your list I'm gonna practice for an hour or even a half hour and I'm gonna put a time maybe this is a good time to say okay I'm scheduling at like 1 p.m. these are the items that are essential for you in the long run for your overall emotional well-being accomplishment and again if you don't do this then these don't happen usually because you'll just be dealing with the number ones and, and just as a reference, I'd be remiss if I didn't. Chapter 10 of the book, Time Management, has some really – the only reason I want to point it out, we had a whole coverage of this chapter. But I just want to remind for those that may be new to the podcast, there's some good actual uh, – what we call in the computer world, real-life use cases. So so we're, we're describing things on a broad level, and we, we'll get into some of the examples here, I'm sure, today too. But just as a reference, um, check, check out tap, Chapter 10 for some real life use cases because some of these might match for you what you're kind of trying to accomplish. And if it does, there's some approaches in here how to actually do the prioritization. Yes. And, you know, go back and listen to all we, – we never take down podcasts. So you can go back and actually we covered the entire book uh, chapter by chapter. So go back and listen to those uh, both. I would say for this particular topic, go back and listen to the Life Visioning 
uh, podcast yeah, and then the one. time management one. Yes. Yep. Sorry to digress, but I just wanted to mention them before I forget. No, and that's good. So, and so again, anything that has to do with goals, um, anything that has to do with um, how you want to move forward with your life, uh, the bigger things, these need to be on those, and these need to be accomplished. Unless you, you know, there's just something you have to do, um, especially if it's a weekend. Put it on the list. See if you can get to it. Um, and ideally, you've had a list that's been carrying over. But if you're just starting fresh, sometimes just writing all this out in the beginning of the day, even if you have a list, helps create clarity. Great. Uh, and then the threes. So the threes are basically your miscellaneous, miscellaneous action items, things that are on the lowest end of the priority list um, that really don't have – they're things that – you know, you could do today, you could do tomorrow, you could do next week. They don't really have a bearing on things. Sometimes, you know, as hunter types, we tend to go for a lot of threes because huh. they're stimulating or they're, they're like there's a little more stimulation there. Or like, oh, I know how to do that. I can handle that. Huh. But it may not actually be on the higher. It might, might not be really important. Uh, and I'm trying to think of an example. But it could just be something like, oh, you're working on a project and you'd like to like futz around with something for like three hours. Um, where that might not be the best use of your time. Maybe you can you can get so these three items are they're they're one they're not an emergency. Two they don't really connect with your goals, and uh, and especially if they're very stimulating, there you want to question. You want to put them lower on the list, and if they have to do with something that um, that may be tangentially related to your goals, then that's great. But be clear about it. Be clear like why am I doing this? Start to take bring mindfulness to why is this on my list mm. and then you if you start to look back at maybe okay if you're doing it on a Saturday look back to your previous Saturday what are the things that you did you spent a lot of time on and you're like uh, oh, that kind of burned a lot of time uh, I didn't really get much out of it and I could have done these two two or three things so that's pretty simple so when you make your list free flow free flow the list out unless you have a carryover action item list then look at that but the act again i want to emphasize this the act of writing it out fresh helps bring clarity part of that clarity is and this is just coming to me uh, i'm trying to think of a way to word it okay is it i imagine it's possible so i'm being rhetorical in a way but i imagine it's very possible that to think of it as first is this process of getting clear um by doing that maybe and, and maybe this is something only happens when you get good at it quote unquote it's 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 a muscle you really kind of strengthen i wonder if stuff would actually drop off by getting clear yeah. writing it down then you're like yeah. Wait a minute. So that's that item or maybe those items have been noise in my head. That's right. Why did I think they were important? Oh, it's because of this and that. But you know what? Really, they're not. So maybe your list actually gets smaller by going approaching it as first, I want to get clear. Yes, that's it. That is. And again, this is what I found uh, for myself. And I've, I've really had to do it. Uh, was I, I need to sit down and go through the process. And I might have like the same list over and over and over again. Um, but what I found, and this is a really important insight, I think, uh, that I don't know if we've ever covered specifically on the podcast. When you, when a, as a hunter type, when you're looking over a list that's on a piece of paper that you've already made, and you're not making an alteration to it. It doesn't stimulate. So frustrating. It doesn't stimulate stimulate yeah. me. It's overwhelming. Yep. And so it's better. The process of actually looking through that list, 
and starting my list for the day. So again, you know, have that big list, have your main action item list as we've been mentioning, but then start your list for that day and actually go through that process. So I want to segue into, again, we've said this over and over again, listen to, I think we, I don't think we've done a full podcast on it yet, uh, but mind mapping is absolutely essential. Mm -hmm. Like I've still just swear by it because it's it keeps me sane doing a mind map at the beginning of the day where you say you know puts put you know my day or my amazing day in the center of it and then mm. start treeing it out with all the different uh items really helps and as you do it over time you'll start to be to compartmentalize for for me i'll have like my business and then i'll have all the sub points around that and then i'll have like home and then i'll have like relationship so all the the different goal topics that we've discussed on the podcast you can tree out that way and it makes it really fast i imagine i I really like by the way titling your prioritization list amazing day i mean i know you're talking about mind mapping but imagine waking up and if mind mapping is first, the ex- and by the way, that's in the book, the exercise yeah. of mind mapping and, and how Michael approaches it. But what an amazing like piece of paper. And this is kind of the thing about the energy of paper versus pen, if you can control it. I mean, it's just as much meaning to see in a Word document, amazing day. But imagine the energy you are generating by yeah. writing the words amazing day to start out your morning. There's a lot of power to this kind of exercise. Yes. That's it. And that's, I usually discipline myself to make that center piece and whether I do, and I, sometimes I do it on a piece of paper. Sometimes I do it at the computer. So you don't, this, this process doesn't necessarily have to be a very structured process. It's more about you finding a way to get clear and look at your day. And again, I would highly recommend, uh, some of the other, the time management, uh, podcasts we did covered mind mapping, Get on YouTube, look up mind mapping. It's very simple and it's hunter type friendly. It is hmm. so helpful. So for, for me, I do that. I go through that list. And then because it's a mind map and it's kind of this, you know, tree like circular document, I then make my final list from there. So I'll, look, I'll do the mind map. And so, and again, I'll, I'll go through it very quickly. I'll say like, you know, business. And then I would be like, okay, invoice this person and, you know, uh, correspondence, da, 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 da. And then home, I'll say, okay, I have to do my laundry, da, 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 da. And then I go down that list. And then I look at that. If I'm doing on a sheet of paper, I look at all those items and I go and I just make a one, two or three. Is it a priority one, priority two, priority three? And you know, you may have three ones or you may have two ones and then like five twos or whatever. And then from there, I, then I write out my list and I go, okay, here's my starting with the number ones, put those at the top, put the twos and put the threes. And then either if I'm using my computer, I do it in a, in a, in a notepad document. Or if I do, I, sometimes I just do it on a sheet of paper, depending on what's going on. And I just have that and I write out. And half the time I don't look at it. Half the time, the uh, process of doing that mm. was all I needed to do. But then more often than not, I will actually go through and just check off the list as I go through it throughout the day. So this is not necessarily about you slave being a slave to your list. It's about you getting clear about what you need to have happen for that day and making that into a habit and then finding your way into it where it feels comfortable. There's so many ways you can rejig this so that this feels like it's naturally you. But doing it and connecting it with like when you have your coffee or whatever it is that you're doing in the morning where you're you it's a habit you do every day 
connect this process to that and it sh it only has to take 10 minutes so you have the time to do it or if you, when you get to work before you get started this is another great way to just map your day out a point of realization you sometimes lay out such good stuff you know a few in a row it's hard to uh it's hard to keep up but the one that i had to make a note of which you mentioned was that uh I don't want to be a slave to my list. That's huge. You just like you ran through that and that was like a big flag for me. That's it. So now circling back what you asked me earlier about that, that energy I threw out there of why do I rebel against this? That's actually a very, very important point is I realize now and correct me if I'm wrong. This is just my thinking is um, as a hunter type, we've mentioned this before, you know, this imagery of um, you're a hunter. So you're free. You want to be out in the wild and now here you are writing a list and you got to stick to the list. So that's the rebellion. You're probably rebelling against the very wiring of who you are. You know what I mean? That's it. And, and you know, but ironically, this is like how to be successful in being a creative person. The the irony is you have to do it. like, you know, I mean, you can not do it. But at some point, you need to be able to revisit your goals and see if you're accomplishing them or otherwise it is very difficult to actually be have in some way shape or form and some people have like really successful artists have other people that help them do this with them but at some point you have to learn how to do this or else you're on, you're constantly be putting out fires over and over and over that's it that's it get, get me to in kind of landing here um Give me a give me in your coaching experience. You had to have run into this. It came up because one of our listeners wanted this as a topic. Now give our listeners something to hold on to. Give us some meat. Give me a real life world use case of of running into so, uh, someone and in what situation uh, prioritizing is an, is important practice to get into. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I was struck by someone I was working with recently who has allergy issues, and it was clear that 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 one issue and this is sort of on less on like a day-to-day -day priority level but more on on a life priority level because there was many steps that need to go through it was clear that one issue trumped everything else because that's what was needed to it was affecting sleep it was affecting you know mental clarity everything was surrounding like this challenge with allergies and so when you have an issue like that uh, or you have really, if you really have a hard time sleeping and you're not sleeping well and you wake up the next day and you're just completely out of it, like that's the priority. Like everything else is absolutely secondary. Don't even think about focusing on, mm. you know, your other goals at this point because that one piece is so important that it needs to be bumped all the way up to the top priority for until you know and really make it something until you work it out put energy towards it get support so i think in terms of that everyone has their variation of that there might be one or two things where like okay this one thing's affecting everything then you know this needs to be and oftentimes when you have things like that with its sleep or if it's some health issue um it's overwhelming to handle it by yourself and it's actually keeping you from probably doing this kind of work because it's it's really creating that kind of ongoing mental fuzziness, you know, not being clear about things. This is these on a bigger level when you're prioritizing your days, if you have something like that, 
you know, look at like one, it needs to be a priority Two, if you can't handle it by yourself, you need to reach out to get support because it's clearly something that needs to be addressed. And so with this coaching client, that was something we really focused on like that one thing. And we were able to identify actually specific things around it that would that had made it better in the past. That becomes a, a priority for many days to come. And this is where, um, again, looking at you know health usually is at the top of the list because if you're not feeling physically healthy, everything else suffers. So it, it has to be at the top of that list. So. This is this is really interesting because this is I think the the what happens and I was thinking this earlier too because I have a friend dear friend twenty years you know him um, guitar player amazing just an amazing individual absolutely a hunter type we joke with each other about it it's part of our relationship to just kind of give each other a hard time for the ways in which we are hunter types it's funny we're best friends of twenty years um, but. And so we have a lot in common, obviously, but it's interesting as hunter types, as this wiring, we're very different in how we're hunter types because you and I have talked about that before, right? Different people exhibit this wiring in different ways. My point is one of his strengths, and I've already said on here, one of my weaknesses is prioritization. That's actually a strength for him. It's not a challenge he has as a hunter type. Why? Because a long time ago, I think maybe as of six years ago, He's addicted to lists. He gets up, he writes his daily list, and at the end of the week, I think, he corresponds the daily list to the overall like week list and just kind of sees where things match up. And I'm telling you, I see the difference it's made in him. So, and, and I asked him once when we were getting into it, he was giving me a hard time about how I'm not so good at it. And I was like, well, you are, it's easy for you. I think something like it's easy for you. He goes, no, it's not. But the payoff is it gets the noise out of my head. And so I'm able to operate better on a daily basis. So I thought that was just an interesting take to, to bring in. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's been my experience. I, I, it was sort of, uh, at some point in my mid to late twenties, I realized this is either sink or swim mm -hmm. and I, I need to get good at this because otherwise, like, I don't know what I'm going to do because that one piece, uh, and then I can say now it, it's sort of just, it's just a habit. It's right. just I start the day and I do it. And there's days that some days I don't do it. So and it, so it's not about, you know, 100%. It's about just knowing it's a tool in the toolkit. You, it's something that you should be doing on a regular basis. But it's, it's not a have to. It's like, okay, this is going to make it better. And that should be, you know, as you're watching how you gravitate towards things. And, you know, when you take in suggestions either from this podcast or from books or whatever – integrate it into your life and find your way into it in a way where it feels like you get to do it. Like this is a, this is a benefit ah, to you yes. and not like, Oh, I got to do this because the book said it. It's like, and I, again, I railed against that. And if you read my book, I never, I, you always want to avoid that because you'll never be able to sustain that. You want to find a place in your psyche where you can go, Oh wow, that really helped. And I want to come back and do it over again. And then maybe you forget for two weeks and you come back. It doesn't matter. Just, keep coming back and keep coming back and over time you, you you get into groups and then there'll be times you slip up and you come back that's just the natural way of things for hunter types but just to remind yourself to keep coming back to that list it's it's very much the same paradigm shift that we've talked about over and over with exercise itself so exercise is, is a sub item of something we say to prioritize our 
topic today is prioritization. But it's the same paradigm shift, which is, yes, it's, you know, the work is hard sometimes, the workout is hard. In this case, the prioritization list is hard at first. But keep going back to that paradigm shift of, oh, I'm really going to, you're not fooling yourself. You're being genuine. It's not contrived to say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this when it's done because the payoff is what I'm in it for. And so, yeah. yes, it's hard to grunt and lift that weight. Or for me, get in that pool. It's cold. I don't want to go swimming. I don't want to do 60 laps today. But when I have my stuff together, I think about how I feel at the end of 60 laps. I know I'm not going to thoroughly enjoy the 60 laps itself while I'm in it necessarily. I keep thinking about the joy that comes afterwards. So so it, with that in mind, let's give our listeners, as we sometimes do, an exercise. How do they approach this? What's a good little simple exercise for this week? Well, I mean, pretty much to do this, what we just talked about, I think, is the exercise. And so what the challenge I would give to people listening would be uh, – Starting uh, the day you hear this or the day after, sit down in the morning as you're getting your day started and, and you can either do this at your computer, you can do it on a, on a physical notepad, uh, you can do it on a sheet of paper, write out a list of things you need to accomplish that day, not tomorrow, not the next day, not the next day, today, like this today, what are the things that I, I would, I either need to accomplish or want to accomplish? sit down and write that list out. You can either do it as a list. And again, don't try to, to organize that list. Just write it free flow as it's coming to you. Write the whole list down. Uh, or you can do it as a mind map. And we taught, we discussed how to do it that, that way. Do, do that. And then the next step would be prioritize each item as a one, two, or a three. One being top, urgent, has to get done. Two is goal something that relates to goals that you would you definitely would like to accomplish and will move you forward with your life and three is anything that's not one or two it's basically things that are not a priority don't really connect with goals but things that probably should get done sometime soon make that list do the one two or three and then one just kind of check in and go wow like did, did, was that helpful did it did it was it not helpful was it overwhelming you know take stock of how that process went for you and how you can make it easier for yourself and see if you can do that every single day for one week and if you can't do the whole week try shoot for three days in a row that would be a, a good goal like start the day off do it and again it's less about the list it's more about the process of getting clear so if you feel at the end of it like you're overwhelmed then you need to revisit it again and maybe make a smaller list so you know get get it to a place where it feels manageable and you're it's contributing to you and you feel like okay now i'm clear that like these are the things i need to focus on today and ideally have the list with you check things off as you go through the day but that's not the that's not the focus the focus is doing this as a process of you getting clear for what you need to do that day awesome one of the uh my favorite sayings that's become my favorite saying that i kind of use as a, as a mantra to get me kind of centered and this absolutely and this is this is my view of it absolutely applies to hunter types our wiring slow and steady wins the race i know yeah. it's a cliche yeah. But but when you get any time you find yourself getting frustrated with the process of, of, of the work you're doing for yourself, which is a good thing you're doing, 
whether it's this book or that book or whatever you're doing, work on yourself. But especially as a hunter type, remember slow and steady wins the race. Remember that the wiring's downfall, I'm speaking absolutely personally, is is when you try to have the whole meal at once. When you try to run from here to there as a sprint that you have to finish fast rather than looking at it as a long distance run and that absolutely applies to the art of prior prioritization so thank you michael uh really really good stuff today appreciate the time and, and appreciate the insight excellent and i just want to say thank you again to everyone who is uh who's been emailing and and offering feedback on the podcast very very much appreciated and i'm just delighted to see the uh community continue to grow and we wouldn't have topics like this if it wasn't for this listenership. So I, I second that and uh, and uh, thank you uh, so much because I've, I've said it now for a year and a half. I, I feel like I said it by the second podcast. We wouldn't be here if we weren't building a community. And it is so it, it's so gracious of all of you that are willing to share your story um, you know, with us and give us feedback and what you're going through. It's what inspires this podcast and look at the, the catch 22, the pay it forward mentality that that does, because you share something with us. We think about that. We turn that into a topic and the next thing you know, a bunch of people benefit from that. So, uh, I very much agree with Michael. It's a community and, uh, thank you. Uh, very much sincerely drummer and the great mountain.com is of course where you have been tuning in buying the book giving us feedback continue to give us that feedback we love the stories as always we do ask for those reviews we love the ones on itunes that have just been popping in um um some beautiful sentiments, genuine sentiments and uh on goodreads uh for a review of the book not much more to say other than please, uh, as always we say on the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast, take care of yourselves and your health. Be well. <laughs>